Welcome to the BU Podcast. BU Podcast. Yokozo. Yo, 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 what's going on? It's another edition of the BU Podcast. Remember, you can find me on all streaming platforms Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or even Amazon Music. If you type in the BU Podcast, you can find me there and check me out. Also, you can check me out on YouTube. Uh, at the BU Podcast. If you just type that in on YouTube, you'll find my videos as well. Also, I just want to give a quick shout out to my homeboy's brand down there on Omaha, Nebraska. Shannon Teamer keeps doing his thing with I Am Better Than Me. Check them out. Buy some of these sweaters. It's a movement. It's motivational. It's positive. So if you go to IamBetterThanMe.com, you can purchase his apparel. Also, you can check them out on Instagram at I am better than me. Right on, y'all. Right on. So today I do have a special guest with me. Um, I ran across this uh interesting woman, I'll say, on Instagram. My friend uh Lavelle shared uh some her some of her content with me. And I was instantly interested, and we'll kind of get into why I was interested probably in our interview. Um, but I would like to introduce Miss Kirara to the show today. How are you doing today? Hey, yo, 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 what I think I should do this formally. Yeah, we had to start it off proper, man. You know, I, I don't, I still don't think I'm used to America yet. I've been in Japan for so long. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. In Japanese, we, we, we got to change the personality to very polite version of ourselves, you know, when we met. Yeah, I know. So I was like, I think, I, where was I going? I, I don't know. I was somewhere. And then I think I was somebody, I was passing somebody or something. And they're like, <laughs> I was like, oh, wait a minute. I'm not in Japan anymore. Wait a minute. <laughs> I was like, man. So sometimes, hey guys, sometimes my mannerisms might seem like I'm still in Japan, but yeah, I'm still getting used to it. So. Mm-hmm. So, as I stated, the reason I wanted Kirada to interview with me this evening was not only is that she's a Japanese comedian in the States, but she appears to have a very interesting story behind her. And I found out about the story by listening to one of her clips on Instagram. And she stated something about her attending HBCUs. What? <laughs> and and I was like, yeah, just like that Russell Westbrook sound, right? I was like, what? Really? <laughs> so, you know, she's a comedian. So I'm like, no, she can't be. That ain't true. So I reached out to her and I was like, hey, you mentioned something about going to HBCUs and attending one. Like, was that true? She's like, yeah, I went to an HBCU. Um, so we'll get into that. 
But first, um, Kirana, can you just introduce yourself and go ahead and give a little bit of background about yourself? All right. Yes, it's not a joke going to HBCU. <laughs> yeah. So uh, my name is Kilara San, aka Pink Unicorn, and I'm from the East Coast, far East Coast, Tokyo, Japan. Well, correctly, Yokohama, Japan, because I should be familiar with Japan and uh, you know Yokohama and. Uh, um yeah it's true i i studied abroad at an hbc universities and um yeah of course most of the students are black students and some white students and i was the only asian there they called me really that was that was a nickname <laughs> yeah. My, did you did you accept that? Did you accept that nickname? What? Did you accept that nickname? Was that okay with you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Cool. No worries. Yeah, call me Dice Kim Mixcam. Yeah. So <laughs> and um uh I've been comedian. I've been a uh, I've been a comedian for a while and I finally moved to New York last summer and already half a year uh, more than half a year passed and i'm really excited my new life here in new york and yeah i will be superstar <laughs> I will yeah be superstar comedian but anyways I, I i was really happy to see um uh many people reacted to my standard comedy talking about HBCU. Well, honestly, I didn't expect it um, because uh, it was Black History Month and um, of course it was very, very important part of my life and my personality. Uh, but I just posted my comedy, but I had a lot of reaction, much more than I, I had expected. And you know, your friend shared uh, shared my content with with you, Ashley, and uh, I'm super surprised. Yeah, I'm happy as well, man. Shout out to Lavelle for uh, sharing that content with me, man. Uh, so it can lead us to um, speaking to each other in this interview on this podcast. So I think the first uh, thing I kind of want to get into is that, you know, um, I, as I stated to you before, before we started recording, um, I feel that a lot of individuals, especially even foreigners, but more or less Japanese, you know, who live in, who, who, who are in Japan, see it as this very, you know, safe pipe bubble, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, Japan takes care of Japanese people pretty well, uh, as far as, you know, like government subsidies and just like, you don't really have to worry about too much in Japan, to be quite honest. You just don't, which is not a bad thing. Um, so what kind of, you know, led you to say, all right, I'm about to leave my safety bubble (laughs) and go pursue my you know, career and something I love, which is comedy. 
which also is another thing a lot of Japanese do not do is pursue what they want to do and what they love. They they kind of stay in their box、mm-hmm. and get on track and do what the society、mm-hmm. thinks they should be doing. So, what what made you say, okay, I'm shit, fuck this, I'm out, like I'm getting on the plane, I'm going to New York, and I'm gonna pursue being a comedian? What what made you do that? All right, oh, that's a great question.、Uh, first of all, my childhood was not safe at all, honestly.、Mm. Um, well, I am a Nepal baby.、Mm. You know, you know the word, right?、Uh, The, the kid of very famous celebrity. I think、uh, my mom is very famous. I think you should know her by her stage name. Really? Godzilla. 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 <laughs> my mom was Godzilla. Yeah. Really? <laughs> so、uh, she, she was screaming and crashes Empire State Building. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, my self esteem is falling. <laughs> yes, my self esteem, Empire State Building was totally broken down by her. And、um, well, so honestly, it was not, a, it, it was not, so, not, not so much safe for me, but I didn't notice that, of course,、mm. at the time.、Uh, so being funny and the comedy was kind of the survival skill for、mm. my half childhood. And also,、uh, I, I, I was inspired by Japanese comedians when I was a kid so much.、Mm. I really wanted to be like them. Now, do you know Tonel?、Mm. Tonel. Tonel? Tonel. Tonel. She did it, Tonel. I think you might have seen them. They, they were really big in Japan. And I was very, very inspired by them. So, my dream had, had been、uh, to, be, to be a comedian since when I was a little kid. And,、um, but my, my parents are really education minded and they didn't allow me to do whatever.、Uh, they didn't allow me to do not so many things other than studying. So, I studied, studied, studied. And, you know, in Japan, Uh, even since elementary school or even kindergarten, we have element,、uh, entrance examinations. So I studied really hard to,、mm. to get better schools, better schools,、mm. better schools, each, each single、uh, mm. stage. And then, but、uh, when I went to a, well, in my country, really good school, high school, I, I totally. My, my mentality totally burned out, and、uh, I had some mental health issues. So I, I dropped、mm-hmm. out of school, and、um, yeah,、uh, I, I've been depressed for many, many years. But while I was, even while I was depressed, you know, comedy or humor was, was how can I say, my. my Survival skill yet, and I was really confident with that, even when I was, but even when I lost my self esteem. So, and then I was brought up in the HBCU, and、uh, when I came back to Japan, 
totally by coincidence, I was hired as a as a member of a Japanese comedy group trio. And then I was like, oh my God, it was this for me to be a comedian. And then it was really lucky. I, I was really lucky that I could be on Japanese famous comedy TV show right after joining the group. And I was like, oh, maybe my universe says you have to do this. And then, okay, I got to keep working on it. And then, so you, you, I mean, you, I mean, you weren't, you weren't scared of anything. You just like, I'm out. Hmm. Not really. <laughs> well, because I started it, um, when I was really in a bad condition and I didn't have anything uh -huh. to lose. So all I have was just my humor and my talent as a comedian. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I was very happy uh, or uh, I was, my talent was guaranteed by some famous comedians, some Japanese comedians, even when I just started. So, yeah. uh, well, honestly, I was, I was really piece of shit in the group, <laughs> which I was hired <laughs> for. I was terrible. I didn't have any experience. Don't any be so hard on yourself. Yeah, but um, uh, one day uh, the leader so mad at me and uh, yeah. you have to open our act you you have to do opening act right now and then he just pushed me to the stage and i was <laughs> i was like what what the hell should i do i was totally panicked but 30 minutes later i totally nailed it i totally killed the stage by myself and he said okay you have um i don't know how to translate it but ゲニンとしての花があるわ。花ってわかる。花、花。花、花。花。花。花。花。花。花。花。花。花。花。花。花。花。花。花。花。花。花。花。花。花。花。花。花。花。花。花。花。花。花。花。花。花。花。花。花
forcing them to do with, but they can just leave. Yes. I always used to motivate people all the time that, you know, um, you know, Japanese individuals that, you know, while I was in Japan, I, I befriended or I was working with that really seemed didn't they didn't like what was going on and they just didn't want to deal with it anymore. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, you can't leave and it's okay. That's, <laughs> you know, um, uh, one of the things which really inspired me here, which was really impressive for, impressive for me, uh, that is a uh, New Yorkers really like working, and um, it it doesn't matter uh, how good payment job it is or not. You know, everybody's proud of their job. Yeah, and that's. And doesn't understand what they, but they also get paid properly for it. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, it might be. I know they're working for just just bills to pay bills, but while they're working, I feel like they they look more happy than Japanese people. Oh well, yeah. Like you, you can like you said, you can choose your job. You can choose what you want to do. Hmm. Um, if you don't want to do it, you can quit, like without, mm-hmm. you know, being seen like you're some type of burden or, or stake to the, you know, you know, because you're trying to impress your boss or you don't want to upset your boss and all this other bullshit that that goes on, you know, within uh, organizational structures in Japan. It's just like, like I don't like this job anymore. Uh, I thought it was something for me, but it's not. So I'm gonna leave. So yeah, people, Japanese I mean, people are really scared that the the stigma or uh, second, like a public eyes. So does so, Yeah. So I, as I said, I dropped out of my high school, uh, which which was really well. I, I don't want to say this by myself, but the high school was top ranked high school, and which was mm-hmm. one of the most difficult high school to enter. But uh, mm. I dropped out there, and then. Uh, yeah. My mom said, oh, f- uh, I can't say my daughter uh, dropped out my my high school, that school, mm-hmm. to anyone. And then mm-hmm. I went to uh, Waseda University, which is a well, nice oh, college, Waseda, mm-hmm. yeah, which was nice yeah. college, but my department was not one of the top departments. And then uh, my mom said, so it's really shame that uh, you went to that high school, but went to this department of Washington University. I can say this to anyone. So, um, well, my mom was really extreme version of, of that kind of person. But mm-hmm. anyway, uh, it I think it reflects how the society works or the system very well we we mm. are scared we are really afraid of how people think or mm. you know and then we have very famous words like running on the rail mm. of the life mm. Run, yeah so if you dropped out of the rail the the society will treat you very disrespectfully and 
they also that the people who dropped out of, of the, 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 the rail also feel very very ashamed so th that was that was me too yeah I'm glad you shared that, but yeah, it's it, it's rough for Japanese even Japanese people in Japan, and you know, um, I'm glad there are, you know, Japanese individuals such as yourself expressing that, um, because you have Japanese that are in the meat right and saying like, yeah, everything's all good, it's Nippon, nah, like, nah, it's not. It's it's extremely taxing is extremely tiring mentally and physically and it's just not a it's just a akujukan just a vicious it's yeah. a vicious cycle but also but it's also very interesting that uh i found this while while i was uh living with some roommates uh, during the pandemic what during the pandemic i lived in a very big social apartment, which is a bigger version of a share house. So that is a whole apartment with like 20 residents. And the apartment in the building has studio or um, huge rooms and dance studios. And so, you know, during the pandemic, I needed to film videos by myself and uh, uh for for some gigs or jobs so that's why i live there but anyways uh while, while i was observing those 20s 30s even 40s i realized that um those people didn't have honestly so much ikigai most most of them didn't have ikigai or they were not so mm. much passionate but it was easier it looked easier for them to follow the flow so america is more competitive and you have to think by yourself and you have to think the strategy or you know more competitive but in Japan, if you went to nice schools and you have enough skills and uh, if it is not so much harsh for them to, to follow the rule or follow the floor, it might be easier. So at first, I, I didn't understand, how, like you, I didn't understand why Japanese most of us mm. are not rebellious or mm. Mm. didn't try to take action or didn't try to think different but uh, being conservative or you know it, it should be easier uh, like just work and then you can do whatever you want during the, the free time or yeah mm. I was like oh that's how conservative or well conservative I don't know if this word is is right but oh this is how they think uh, mm. yeah yeah, I, yeah I, I totally understood how they think a little bit yeah 
Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So just just a quick uh lesson for the people out there. Ikigai is mm-hmm. the Japanese word for like your life longing purpose. Like you've you've found what it is in life that's gonna fulfill you for the rest of your life. That job or whatever it is, that's that's the ikigai. Mm-hmm. Um and it's one of those Japanese words that don't doesn't directly uh translate or interpret anything, but it's that type of nuance and feeling. Like um that is ikigai. Mm-hmm. Um so to segue off of that, I think I think the the biggest thing that a lot of people want to know is that how how did you end up <laughs> how did and if there's any other before I get in, is there any other Japanese people out there that enrolled in HBCUs I want to talk to you because I'm very interested in this what what made you say out of all the universities <laughs> in the United States that you're going to go to the one with all the black people <laughs> what what made you um, <laughs> decide to to do that? I'm very fat. I'm like very impressed by that, and very just like wow, wow. A Japanese person went to HBCU. It's probably more <laughs> out there. Don't get me wrong, but you, you're the first one I've met. Uh, so I, I need to know what what made you decide to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, before for another YouTube program, I was asked the same question. Mm-hmm. And I answered very controversial. I, I answered in a very controversial way. It was I said uh, because I had a, I had mental issues. So <laughs> 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 no, that <laughs> that. <laughs> it's not too controversial. Well, half yes, but half no. So now, a few years later, now I'm going to explain more details with a little bit better English. So, okay, no worries. Go for it. Take your time. So first of all, I, I've been interested in Black studies and Black culture for many years. And... Um, I was really into this, but in Japan, black studies were black studies is not so much popular. There are some classes because my college was really huge, so there are some teachers who could teach a part of black studies, but you know there was no place to study it. And um, although at the time I I, I was still and I had some mental health issues. I was interested in being comedian yet, somewhere in my mind. And I wanted to learn some theater arts or performing art thing. So I was like, hmm, I really want to study both of them, black studies and performing arts. And then, I read some books about, you know, about black culture, black history, and then got to know about HBCU. And I was like, oh my God, this this should be the place I have to go. And then mm-hmm. I decided to go one of those colleges. 
Wow. Amazing. <laughs> so, so, I mean, like, how was it when you got there? What? How, how was the experience uh, being there? Because to, 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 to be to be quite honest, on on the surface, mm-hmm. um, I think as you know, um, with most Japanese individuals, mm-hmm. um, they just to be out. They think we're violent. They think we're scary. Uh-huh. Uh, they were just big and strong and brutes uh, that beat people up. Not saying everybody, y'all. That's a disclaimer. but. You know, like I I always felt like when I when I when I spoke to Japanese people, even if they were men or women, like I didn't know at bars, I felt like they just always spoke with me much more differently than Caucasians. Oh like, really? How how am I how am I supposed to like even though I like I would be speaking Japanese, even if I would speak Japanese, and what was for some when I would speak Japanese would get more comfortable because like okay now I can, I can communicate exactly what I want to say to him, but if it was English, it's kind of like oh how, how am I supposed to handle this situation? Like it was, it would be awkward. <laughs> you know. Wow. I mean? It That's- always seemed to me that they would be much more comfortable, with. You know. You know, Caucasians in, in my eyes, like way more comfortable. Mm. Now, you're wrong. I said it's not everybody, but it would be some situations. Where like, well, you know, why are you stepping on eggshells with me? But you're not like that with, you know, the person who looks different than me that that's next to me. You know what I mean? Wow, uh, it's shocking so, but understandable. <laughs> that, that's just my observation. I might be wrong, but that's just my opinion and my observation from my time I was there. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so I mean, like, how how was the experience? How was it when you, you know, told your mom you're doing it? How was it when you told your friends you're doing it? Were they like, yeah, bye? Like, what, 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 <laughs> like, what was going on? Yeah, um, maybe you saw my jokes, and then I, I, my answer is in our jokes, like, uh. A lot of Japanese ask me the same question that is, hey, old black college, isn't it dangerous? I said, no, it was very safe because there was no white people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's my <laughs> joke. And uh, you can you can see the whole set on my TikTok, on my Instagram. So that's kind of, you know, um, the summary of my experience, but but honestly, I was really one of them. Honestly, uh, when I before going there, I had a kind of similar mindset because, of course, I chose to go there, and I was not afraid of them. Mm. But somewhere in my mind, mm. I I was like, I have to protect myself or. You know, I, I was a little bit nervous, honestly. Mm. So, mm. yes, I was totally one of them, and I was really, mm. really biased. So, in short, um, 
I was really surprised to see how diverse mm. black students are. Black mm. people are. So there are even otakus. And now <laughs> it's, it's popular and I don't surprise, I'm not surprised to see them, but at the time mm. it was during Obama time and the YouTube mm. was not as big as now. So mm-hmm. oh my god, otaku there <laughs> and who speaks Japanese or who learned Japanese from anime or something like that. I was like, wow. So yes, I, my my stereotypes I, I have very strong stereotypes uh against black people. Everybody is like more hip hop thug or gangster or mm. unfortunately i had i had some of uh some this type of shit honestly mm. so mm. i was really really surprised to mm. see the the diversity and um yeah even as i say it was during the the obama time and most of the students are really proud of obama but some students supported McCain at the time. Mm. So I was re- I was really impressed by by their um interest to the politics and and also they are much more serious about college than Japanese college students. Mm. You know they it's more they're more realistic and like scholarship or going to navy or a military to get a scholarship for college or something like that mm. they are much more serious and yeah it was really good for me to go there and it, it totally changed my my point of view mm. and i realized how much i was biased by you know just a single aspect of black culture mm, mm. yeah so it's no mm-hmm. but but that that's good that you actually admit that you know prior to mm-hmm. uh going to HBCU that you did just have this kind of, you know, as we say, tunnel. Mm-hmm. Like this kind of like tunnel tunnel vision mm-hmm. of what black African-American is. But then, you know, the HBCU, you're like, damn, whoa, yeah. you know? Of course, I knew more than average Japanese people because I've been studying black studies and I, I already had been to Africa and but even that me <laughs> had been biased and then mm. well and I, it was you know early 2000 2000s and as I said that the information or you know global globalization was less than now so um, maybe there was less knowledges about other cultures too though and yeah there are so many things i have i have there are so many things 
I saw for my first time, like mm. even gay people.、Mm. I have never seen gay people. It、mm. sounds crazy. I know, I know it sounds crazy, but in Japan, maybe, maybe there are many gay people. There, there had been, but they, they might have not been open about it. Okay, yes,、yeah, so、like, open. Right? But even, but even in Nichome, Shinjuku Nichome.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have never, but like I, I only, have never been there at the time. Yeah.、Uh, like only, only there, like, you know, yes, like, yes. Something like, like that.、Um, so it's, it's more, and even college, right? So Nichome is more, my image of Nichome at the time was like more, you know, Older people, like、uh, after college, after graduating college,、uh, mm-hmm. going there,、uh-huh. but in, in the, on the campus, I, I have I had never seen.、Uh, okay, right. On college. Yeah. yeah.、Mm, different vibe.、Eh? Yeah. So,、mm-hmm. really diverse、uh, diversity was there. And、mm-hmm. oh my God, it's, it's more human thing. And You know, it doesn't matter the, the skin color or, you know, just black, white, yellow, or brown. Or, the, the world was much more colorful than I, than I had expected. So I was like, oh my God, Toto, we are not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not in Kansas no more. Yeah, I was, yeah. <laughs> what, what HBCU did you go to? Hampton. You went to Hampton? Uh-huh. Shout out, shout out to Hampton. Anybody else、hey. in Hampton? A new Kidada. Real HU, real HU. She loved Hampton, it seems.、Mm-hmm. Right on. Thanks for taking care of her. So, um, what what is one of your best memories from Hampton? No, I want to know that. Like, what's one of your best memories from Hampton? Hmm. That's, uh, Oh, good question. There's, um, well, the funniest memory. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm, I'm, we here for it. Thank you, y'all. Is it okay? Is the funniest memory okay? Those are those. That is fine. We're here for it. We're here for the lab. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you guys. Um, braise your hair each other, right? Like a cornrow, or oh, yeah, 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 right? Like girlfriend yeah. that yeah. her boyfriend's hair, and、yeah. girlfriends do girlfriends, and you know, so I asked some 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 of my girlfriends, uh, female friends, to do my hair. And they're、mm. like, oh, yes, okay, okay. You know, in Japan, if you go to hair salon, it would, it would cost like $200 to have. Oh, yeah. Oh, raw, right? And then、man. I was like, oh my God, it's so real. Yay. And then I asked them to do my hair. And then they tied my hair. And I was like, Oh, it's something. It hurts. Ah,、oh, it hurts. But finally, they came to the end of my hair. And then they were talking like, 
very upset, like, oh my God, oh my God, what, what should I do? What should I do? And I was like, hey, what happened? What happened? So, you guys finish your hair just by twisting, right? No. But my hair couldn't be twisted because it's. Twisted.、Oh, it's yeah, so.、Mm. In Japan, if you go to hair salon, they, they tie or、uh, they put bands to,、mm. to finish my hair, but they didn't yeah, have any, any band. So I was like,、oh, mm. they're like, oh my God, how, how can I finish it? And then they, they lit the lighter and they, they burnt my、oh, yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, my hair is burning! Yo! But, and then, this moment, I realized that, okay, I am not the black people. So, <laughs> <laughs> until then, you know, I, I was a little bit, you know,、uh, wannabe or try, you know, cultural. Uh, something <laughs> maybe Gen Z will play、yeah. me like cultural something, but I, I, you know, I paid $200 to have cornrow and wearing some hip hop clothes, and、yeah. I, you know, I talk、right. like this. And <laughs> okay, no, <laughs> I'm, I, I, no, I'm different. So,、yeah. this, you know,、um, how can I say,、uh, communicating or encountering different mm. cultures mm. also makes my boundary more clear. And, you、mm-hmm. know, in Japan, we, we have a sense like we all the same, right? So,、mm. Our boundaries are not so much clear, you know. So,、uh, we use we rather than I, right? So, so,、mm, right? so I realize or I recognize the difference between people or my uniqueness or my difference.、Uh, From other people, by this experience, too, it, it's it's a little bit interesting for me, though. But yeah, that was funny, but also kind of aha moment. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you was like, Dang, I can't can't be burning my hair, <laughs> burn up, I have a fire on my、I、head. I never forget the smell of it. <laughs> Oh my God, I'm burning. You know? <laughs> yeah, I came here by burnout in the status of burnout, but now my hair is burning. I know, right? Yeah. The experience is really lit. <laughs> it, was, it was really lit, wasn't it? <laughs> Man, it was lit for real. <laughs> oh my goodness. That is what's up. Did you do any dating? Did you do any dating at, your, at Hampton? Or were you just kind of doing your thing? 
Um, not so much, honestly. Okay, I was, cool. I, it was just one year. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, and the study was, you know, assignments or those things were really tough, honestly. You know, the first year of study abroad is really, really tough. And I needed to yeah, exchange yeah. my credit to my Japanese college. So, um, honestly, I... Well, I hung out with yeah. some, some guys, but not so much. That's cool. Yeah, that's that's yeah, the biggest regretting. I should have dated. You know, it happens. You were focused, I'm trying to get your work done, trying to get in, get out, mm-hmm. but still enjoy the atmosphere and things at the same time. Mm-hmm. I was too majime de shita. Too majime datta ne. I should have been before. Majime ne. It's okay. Majime ne. Sometimes. So. so, now you're back in the stage doing your comedy thing. Mm-hmm. Um, how's that going? so great super super exciting and next week i gotta perform and have a lecture at one of hbcu lincoln university super super exciting and (laughs) that's dope right yes i'm super super excited at um and uh yeah uh thanks to the the some of my my um some of my stand-up shared on on TikTok and Instagram social media. Um yeah, my comedy gigs are, are going a little bit better. You know, I just started here, although I've done comedy for many years in New York, I'm still very new, newbie, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I really need to show who I am and what I have, mm-hmm. what I got, mm-hmm. you know, so, mm-hmm. uh, but it's, it's getting moving and, mm-hmm. and so is me. Mm-hmm. yes, yeah, so, be you know, really, really fun. No. That's that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Life is a journey, man. Yeah. Uh, and you're doing what you want to do, what you love, what you enjoy doing. Everything else, or just fall into place. Mm-hmm. With the work and the effort and the time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it doesn't seem like you're stressing. It just seems like you're enjoying, which is good. Yeah. You know, uh, keep enjoying. Yeah. Living. Yes, I really want to um, perform at more HBCU too. That would be dope. That's cool. Yeah. HBCUs, if anybody HBCUs is listening to this, <laughs> that awesome. wants to mm-hmm. perform at your HBCU. <laughs> well, not only HBCU, but all of the colleges in the States. <laughs> well, yeah. 
yeah, a little bit get a lot of gigs. And yeah, I'm talking about our mental health and women empowerment and diversity. That's good. Especially, yeah. especially for a Japanese woman. That's good. Yes. I, I like Japanese women that get out there and talk about that. So really mm -hmm. important. Yes. Uh, Representation matters. So yeah. I really want to show a Japanese woman talking about talking stories, sharing stories and sharing opinions and um, sharing our voice. I really think representation matters. And I'm also um, gender non-conforming. So, you know, Japanese woman, I think it's, it's, it's a little bit weird. I, I know it's weird to compare a woman's one Japanese woman's life to uh, black history or you know such tough tough long history of black people but um when I saw Malcolm X the movie Malcolm X uh, the movie Malcolm X uh, I was very connected to to uh one of the scenes uh that is uh young Malcolm X, like elementary school kid, mm -hmm. was told that, oh, so he was asked what you want to be. And he said, uh, I think doctor or lawyer, because he was really mm -hmm. smart kid. But his teacher said, you cannot be there. You cannot be lawyer or doctor because you're black. You, you, you can be just, um, Craftsman or something like that, carpenter. Yeah, like janitor, carpenter. Yeah, you know. And so. uh, it was really, really related to me because uh, mm -hmm. my mom told me similar thing. That is, because you are our daughter, mm -hmm. you cannot do whatever you want, or you cannot become, uh, or you cannot pursue your dream, or you can do whatever you want so i think uh, as i said it's really weird uh, a japanese one one japanese woman's life to to such big historical figure but mm. like um i felt something related i, I felt yeah. something in common between mm. us and yeah something in common yeah, like uh, taking away our choice or options by, yeah. by someone for no reason. And so the, the best thing about going to HBCU was um, HBCU or studying Black studies was learning other cultures gave me a hint to think about our social issues or my problem or my so at first sight they are not they don't look similar or uh they don't look the same issues but they're they, they have something in common and and you know Malcolm X's life gave me some inspiration like uh, he also you know once grown out 
and he gave up everything in his life yep. and he went to jail well i i haven't been to jail but <laughs> i hope not not yet but <laughs> but you know he also he got reborn uh, while he was in jail and he he was a really smart person so he studied and he found his own voice and he changed the social system so it gave me some you know courage or hope like uh once i gave up everything i might be become like him or i i might be better hmm. because he could do it or hmm. You know, so learning something out of the box mm. gave me very important lesson mm. to make something better. You know, yeah. yeah. Right on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't think you like you're directly comparing your your plight to his plight, but like you said, you have something in common, and you read you. You related with that. There's nothing wrong with that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that's good in a sense um, that you have something to relate to that kind of motivates you to want to learn more, right? That's what it's about. Right. This thing we call life and learning and things like that. This that's what it's about. Yeah. You know what so I mean? It might be. Uh, helpful. Uh, it might be helpful to think about. Oh, uh, it might be helpful for uh, thinking about Japan's women's issues. Mm. Yeah, so something. maybe we can learn something from mm. Black history to change our women's situation or status yeah. somehow. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. And like I said in one of my earlier podcasts with one of my friends when we were um, co-hosting together, uh, is that there are definitely some things that the African-American community can take from how Japanese go about doing things and put it into our community to make us much better as well, too. Mm-hmm. Like, no doubt about it. And mm-hmm. There's things that you know, the Japanese do very well. That that did respect, and I was like, okay, yeah, this is dope. Like, I can I can get with this mm-hmm. but stuff I couldn't get with. <laughs> but you know, it's 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 two sides to every coin. You know, mm-hmm. uh, there's always two sides to it. So, um, yeah, right on. So, with with that being said, is there anything you would like to say to the Japanese people out there that might be listening to you. Of course, Nihongo Demoi Nana Kiro. This is for, you know, your people. Um, my people. My youth. Yeah, Japanese, like anything motivational you can give, like words you can give to them. I mean, you could say it in English and Japanese, you could say it in Japanese. Um, you know, just oh. about life and living and being you. And just taking on challenges, whatever, however you want to say it. That's all. Okay. 
Well, my first language is baby language, so <laughs> maybe the baby the boo. Um, <laughs> so, uh, is it kokuchi? Like a promotion or it's more, more message, right? You, you so message, ne? message. So, you... uh, so don't be afraid of being unique, you know. You guys, everyone is as unique as unicorn. And uh, as I earlier mentioned, uh as I mentioned earlier, uh in Japan there's saying like uh, run running on the rail. And if you drop out from the rail, it's going to be the end of the world, <laughs> right? But just change the point of view. I dropped out of the rail and even dropped out from the platform and laying on the rail. But thanks to it, I could see people from the different angle than usual, normal life. Like, uh, well underwears in the skirt <laughs> just imagine you know uh, it, it sounds sex, sekuhara, ne? uh it, it was <laughs> i i i hate i hate sexual harassment i'm gonna change this part like uh you know just imagine you're laying on the rail and observing the people walking on the platform and then you know arrogant old guy wearing suit with a slit in the pants between the legs <laughs> might happen or you know arrogant guy have thick meat on the belt like cupcake or you know you you can see unusual things um from different point of view and maybe you can find or you will find there's a sky over the platform and you will see airplanes flying in the sky so the the rise the transportation is not only that rail so well but don't get hit by train. <laughs> so before before the train comes, you have to get away from the, the the rail. But you can stay there for a while to observe or to think about another ways to go to another destination from other people. So. Uh, uh, as I said, I've been uh, I had been depressed for many many years, and um, if you are struggling right now, I feel you, and maybe I feel how much you are struggling. But just don't give up. Just to lay just to lay down on the rail. Just to, just to look up the sky. You can take your time, you know. So. And I, so you talked about, actually today talked about Ikigai, but there's another uh, Japanese thing I like that is Kintsugi. Have you ever heard of Kintsugi? 
Japanese, yeah, technique, traditional technique to fix the 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 scars. Yeah. Of tea balls or you know trays or something and take gold and kind of run it along the cracks. Yes. Yes. Along the cracks. Yeah. Yes. So if you while you're taking time, those cracks, those pains can be gold and it, it's going to be your unique original design of yourself. So yeah, just take your time and yeah. And uh, don't be afraid of being different. That's right. Very unique. That's my so message. <laughs> and follow my social media. <laughs> just follow her social media. <laughs> That's the most important message, yeah. That is the most important. Just thing. like me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Most definitely, and I just like with that being said, I also thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you, thank you. Appreciate it. お忙しい中お時間いただきまして本当にありがとうございました。うん、すごいこちらこそまた。ペコペコ。ペコペコ。ありがとうございます。頑張ります。<笑><笑> Drop your socials. Hmm? Your socials on Instagram, your YouTube. Give that give that to us. What rules let the people know? Everything is Kilara Comedy. K-I-L-A-R-A Comedy. And um, yeah, I'm posting something on my social media every day. So uh, please follow my TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube basically. Yeah. And uh, uh, if you, oh, and uh, maybe I will be having a tour to different cities. So please subscribe to my newsletter from my website, kilarasen.com. So I will notify you uh, which cities I'm going in the future uh, once I get booked for some tour. So, yeah, stay in touch and stay tuned and love me. <laughs> there it is, people. So, again, thank you, Kirana san mm -hmm. And thank you, everybody, for listening to this pod. Uh, I don't really have any shout outs today, except just shout out to everybody out there, like I said, always being you. You know, keep doing that 24 7. Don't yep. worry about don't worry about all the outside noise, all the white noise that's going on in your life. Stay on track, stay focused, just keep being you every single day, 24-7. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So, with that being said, wherever you're at in the world, morning, noon, and night, remember to always be you. And I'm going to let my man Samuel Jackson let you know what it is. Peace. Peace. That Negro, that's all you had to say.
remember to be you ビューパーキャストを聞いていただき本当にありがとうございますいつもビューするのが。<音楽>